Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, guys. Welcome back to uh, episode 17 of Believe in Nuggets. I am your host, Asher Levy, as always, joined by my uh, lovely co-host, Gage Bridgeford. How you doing today, man? Uh, doing well. Glad to be back after uh, kind of a little over a week and a half hiatus. But then again, as we kind of talked about on the last episode we did, the Nuggets aren't doing a whole lot other than uh, Eurobasket stuff right now. And since neither one of us are putting a ton of focus into that, um, it's been kind of dry in Nuggets world. I mean, really, the only content we've gotten has been a lot of like Murray, like rumors and pro MPJ rumors and just like hope that they're going to play. And other than that, there's not really much to go on right now. Yeah. Uh, this has not been a, uh, this wasn't uh, a super eventful week in Nuggets news until uh, yesterday, which uh, we're just going to briefly touch on this uh, topic because I wrote an article about it, and I also was on uh, Pickaxe and Roll, which is uh, Ryan Blackburn's podcast about it. So if you want to hear more in-depth thoughts, you can go uh, to those uh, places. You can It's uh, an open letter to sports fans about homophobia. That's the article on Denver Stiffs. And then uh, you can also find uh, my extended verbal thoughts uh, in Pickaxe and Roll. But uh, on Tuesday, on Tuesday, or uh, there was a tweet uh, put up about Anthony Edwards receiving a fine for saying, uh, "quote Look at these queer ass dudes. Uh, what has the world come to?" End quote. And uh, it in it was a or that was a quote contained in a video of him filming uh, just men going about their day, being uh, openly queer uh to some extent so that was a awful look and is casual homophobia and that was a very disappointing look uh from ant who was uh, seen as you know someone who was fun and you know exciting and now has that uh, stain on his uh on his personality and the nba fined him for it rightfully so you know that they, they are on the court uh, players, but off the court, they are also expected to uphold certain uh, morals and certain <laughs> things just shouldn't be said. And when you have a platform as big as Anthony Edwards and as many young impressionable fans as Anthony Edwards, certain things should not be said and uh, spreading homophobia is one of those things. So uh, the NBA fined him for it, $40,000, which is not a ton of money for Anthony Edwards. Uh, but I'm glad that something was done about it and they didn't just throw it uh, under the rug because the silence from uh, a lot of NBA places was disappointing. Uh, because if you didn't know, uh, I am part of the queer community. I identify as asexual and panromantic, which means uh, I have romantic interest in everybody regardless of uh, gender or uh, what they identify as or anything like that. And uh, I 
experience uh, I'm asexual, which if you didn't know what that means, it means little to no sexual attraction. Uh, I don't really care to get into it that much, but those are what I identify as. Uh, and I am part of uh, the queer community. So to hear some of the players that I want to support and want to uh, say good things about do that stuff was uh, incredibly disappointing and uh, incredibly hurtful to uh, some uh, queer uh, people and uh, Aaron Gordon inserted himself into the uh, conversation by quote tweeting a, a thing about the fine with three thumbs down uh, emojis and he d- then later deleted that tweet and then he also tweeted how can I be homophobic with an ellipses and then also deleted that tweet now uh, I am not saying Aaron Gordon or Anthony Edwards are homophobic but they were participating in uh, casual homophobia which is an issue that is very rampant in sports communities and uh, affects a lot of people. They, uh, a lot of the time jokes are made like no homo jokes, which, uh, you know, Jokic made a few years ago and got fined for, uh, Jeff Morton has a great piece about that specific incident that you could go back and read that he released, uh, shortly after that took place. And, uh, just in general, uh, homophobia in sports communities as a whole is uh disappointing because it, it, it's widespread and i wanted to try and use my platform to uh, educate people help them understand more what their words uh, can mean how they can hurt people and all that kind of stuff uh, so like i said earlier if you want to hear extended thoughts on that if you want to hear uh, more in-depth thoughts on that you can read my article you can listen to the podcast i did with ryan Uh, But I do want to say uh, on this podcast, we are accepting of all identities. We are accepting of all pronouns. Uh, Happy uh, bisexual visibility week right now. That's happening. And then uh, there are a few more uh, visibility weeks throughout the year. So uh, go support your queer friends, your queer family, uh, anyone part of the LGBTQIA plus community. Support them. because they have it hard. They have it harder than straight people. They have it harder than cisgendered people. And uh, there needs to be more discussion about it. I am part of that community. And I could say on my end, I have uh, bad experiences uh, because I identify as queer or because even little things like me wearing nail polish uh, sometimes gets me uh, some weird comments from people. So, uh, just do what you can to be an ally, uh, advocate for equal rights. And, uh, yeah, anyone who is queer and listening to this, you are valid. Uh, you have a a place that is accepting that will, you know, uh, me engage both, uh, are very pro, uh, the LGBTQIA plus community and, you are welcome here. Uh, non-binaries, you are welcome here. Transgender people, you are welcome here. Anyone uh, in the space, you are welcome here. Uh, that is unfortunately not everywhere, but you can listen to this show and know that uh, you are valued, uh, not just because uh, you are a listener, but because you uh, are an important part to so many people's lives. And it just... Keep on going, man. Uh, Keep it going.
uh, yeah, that sums up my thoughts on it. Uh, Gage, do you have anything to touch on before we get to other topics? You know, I don't have uh, much to add in that in, in this arena. Um, as Asher made a lot of uh, like he's obviously he's dealt with this uh, more than I have. Um, he has more just firsthand experience, and he has uh, just a better collection of thoughts on it. Um, as a straight white male from the middle of America and a very conservative uh, neighborhood and conservative state overall. Um, it's been a very, I've had a very different outlook on life uh, from someone like Asher, just from people in other areas of the country. But there's one key thing that I've kind of held true in life and I still, and I, this is something I use. It doesn't matter if it's uh, someone's gender, someone's sexuality, someone's religion, whatever, someone's politics or whatever. It don't infringe upon other people and don't worry about what other people are doing. Focus on what you're doing. And let as long as as long as somebody else isn't hurting anybody else, then it doesn't matter what they're doing. Like it, it just it doesn't. It's much easier to just mind your own business, and the world would be a much better place if a lot more people would just stay, keep their nose out of stuff that doesn't concern you. As long as someone's not hurting you, harm or or doing anything to try and force you to act a certain way, who cares, man? Let them let them do what they want to do. I mean, I. I, I live my life and I am content to let and everybody else live their lives. That's, that's what they, that's it's their business. It's not mine. It's not mine. It's not, it's not Asher's. It's not anybody else. At the end of the day, let people be who they want to be. Let them be with who they want to be with. No one's telling you who you can't be with. And if they are, then they shouldn't be. But as long as, as long as everybody's letting you live your life, let them live theirs. And you will, at the end of the day, live a much happier life that way. I have no issue with anybody at, of any kind. As Asher said, I try to be an ally the best that I can. I don't have, I, I try to let everybody be who they want to be because it's just, it's much easier that way. And as long as you're not trying to, and people are going to say, oh, well, you're not a true ally because you're not condemning people that are saying bad things like, like Anthony did or like Aaron did. I don't agree with what they did. That's that, that was a mistake. That was something they shouldn't have done. That was a, that was a bad look by them. It's not what they're supposed to, that's, especially when you have the platform that they do, they need to change how the way that they think. But at the end of the day, what I can control is how I behave towards, uh, towards people that are different from me. And I can try and make the world better just by my own personal behavior. And that's what I try to do on a daily basis. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, just, I hope this is the start of a conversation, not the, uh, end to it um but yeah it, the uh response from the nba fan base was incredibly disappointing but uh, it's starting to switch more to a positive outlook as the days roll by but uh yeah that is that situation um i i hope that it didn't negatively affect people too much uh but now with that uh, in the in the rearview mirror, we can uh, talk a bit more about uh, Nuggets Media Day coming up, which is going to be on Monday, and uh, what we anticipate that to look like. Um, but before we fully transition, just yeah, th this is meant to be the start of something. Uh, if you want to look further into it, do your own research. Uh, there are tons of charities to donate to if you want to help out. 
there are a lot of uh, people in the in the queer space that make great content. Uh, you can watch them, support them. But uh, yeah, hopefully this is the start to something, and uh, this isn't just ignored in a week's time. Uh, but with that being said, uh, let's cover some nuggets uh, because that's what uh, this podcast is about. Uh, so let's uh, talk about Media Day. Media Day is uh, coming up on uh, September 26th, Monday. I will be there uh, for the stiffs, and that will be, uh, I will be tweeting out coverage, as well as, you know, the the normal Nuggets folks uh, who you probably follow. And this will be the first time that we get to talk to a lot of these guys uh, in a while. Jamal Murray, Michael Porter, they'll be healthy for the first time in a long time. And then they'll be going to training camp in San Diego. I'm sure we'll be talking with Coach Malone, maybe, uh, you know, maybe Jokic. And it's exciting, man. Uh, The dead zone of the offseason is uh, nearly over. We are 11 days away from preseason basketball, which, while it's not the most exciting thing you've ever seen, it is basketball and it is NBA uh, basketball, which is fun. And... Uh, we are going to start to see what this Nuggets team is going to look like. And that's very, very exciting. Uh, What are your uh, initial hopes for media day gauge? What are you hoping to see or hear? You know, I'm the absolute worst because I know that I'm not going to get like hardly much of any value out of media day, at least out of Nuggets media day, because the, the two main questions that I, and I think we all have are, are Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray like ready to go? How much of a like warming up period are they going to need? And what we're going to hear on that media day is, you know, we're going to bring them along slow. We're going to probably work them into the rotation. We don't know if they'll start game one or if they do start game one, they, they won't be up to their regular minutes. We'll just hear a lot of the coach speak and a lot of the stuff that like can, that fans want to hear but we won't hear everything and we won't actually see everything. So I'm mostly excited to see just like new guys in New Jersey's. I want to hear more from Bruce Brown, uh, who I know you and I have been talked about him several times uh, over the summer. Uh, we're both high on Bruce Brown and what he can bring to the team. Um, I want to, I want to hear, I want to hear from Deandre Jordan, to be honest with you. Uh, I think that, I mean, a lot of people, like even us included, weren't huge fans of the DeAndre Jordan signing. But the fact of the matter is, he's on the team and he's going, and he matters. From he's a veteran, he's a veteran in the locker room, and it's important to make sure that he is going to be a veteran in the locker room and not and like accept his role and not just be mad that he's sitting behind the and back to back MVP. Um, so I the main so I'm not gonna get a ton out of uh, media day. I usually just. I, I usually let other people watch and I let other people focus on it and let other people glean more information because they're a little bit redder, better at reading the tea leaves than I am. When I watch media day, I see a lot of coach speak, a lot of fan rah-rah type stuff, but I'm, so the main things I'm focused on are the new guys. I want to see and hear from the new guys. And then I want to see if maybe we get a little bit more on Jamal and Michael Porter Jr. than we have gotten over the last like several months. Yeah. I think that it's fair to not really take much from media day because a lot of it will be either, uh, you know, coach speak or PR stuff, or uh, it'll be that like non-answers like, Oh yeah. 
if you get asked about position battles, I don't think we'll hear a straight answer from Malone. You might be able to pull some things from it. Uh, you might be able to have some takeaways, but nothing too impactful. The, that, all that stuff will come after training camp, I'm sure. Uh, but I am excited to see, uh, you know, the guys in new uniforms, like you mentioned, I'm excited to talk to Bruce. I'm excited to get more into his, uh, mindset of signing with the nuggets. I'm excited to get more into, uh, just his, uh, off season as a whole, what he was been focusing on, how, what he anticipates his role being this, uh, summer or season rather. But I do think overall we will hear, uh, from Jamal Murray and MPJ. Yeah, we're good to go. Uh, I think we'll hear Michael Malone uh, reinforce that, but I do think there will be some uh, patience required with those two and how uh, slow they'll be brought along. I think uh, that they might start a bit better than some people are anticipating, but I do think it's important to have the expectation that they do have minutes restrictions, that they do have uh, scheduled rest, all that sort of stuff. I, I think that'll be important to keep in mind uh when we do get takeaways from media day um with that being said who do you think is going to be the most hyped up nugget after media day because i think there there are a few candidates i think i'd probably go with like zeke naji i think we're going to hear a decent amount about zeke naji and hyping him up for this season but who who do you see as like Uh. the guy it's. I think it's going to be between a couple of wing guys who sign contracts this offseason. I think it'll be between Devon Reed and Bruce Brown. And it's. I think it's all. And I think a lot of it, especially with Bruce. I think I've already mentioned Bruce once, but I think Bruce has shiny new toy syndrome. I think that fans are going to listen to him talk. They're going to see him as a new face, and new faces matter. Also, another guy that I just glossed over Contavious Caldwell Pope. That is another, that's another guy. I, I think that shiny new toys always get an extra look. I think that they always get a lot of buzz. Um, especially if you hear the coaches and the HR like speak where they really try and push the narrative of, Oh, KCP is going to really round out our starting lineup with an extra defensive minded player and a three point shooter, or Bruce Brown's really going to bring, uh, something extra to our bench that we've been lacking over the last couple of years, whatever we're like uh, Devon Reed is really going to get a chance to shine this year. We think that he can be a key piece for us uh, in a run and we hope that we hope ends in title. I think that it's going to be one of those three guys is going to be the guys that gets the most hype. I love Zeke. I think that he has a ton of potential to have a very, very good season we just have to wait and see if it if it happens for him. I really hope that it does because I he's a guy that I love watching play, and I think that he fits in really well with Nikola Jokic um, when he is out on the floor. But I think that one of those three guys, whether it's Bruce Reed or uh, KCP, I think that's the guys that we're gonna like. One of those guys is the one that we're gonna be coming out of media day like, oh, that's the that's the guy. I think Bones has an outside shot just because. Bones Highland is all he is talked about all the time on Nuggets Twitter. He interacts with fans online, like on his personal Twitter account. I know that the big saga over the last couple of months was uh, looking for his dog. Um, But just there is a lot to be excited about. And I think, but I think as always, the main focus is going to be on those new guys because Jokic is already great. Murray and Porter will be talked about, but 
we can't have a ton of hype for them until we see them playing. So I think that the hype that we will see the most is going to be one of those new guys, or in Devon's case, one of those just guys that signed a contract this summer. Yeah, I think that that's reasonable. I think we will hear more about what uh, Malone expects uh, out of Bruce and KCP and maybe uh, a little bit of Devon Reed. I think that we will hear more about what their roles uh, will look like, the approach to getting them on the teams, that sort of thing. Uh, I do think of the rostered guys, we will hear uh, as I said, a, a decent amount about Zeke. I think we'll hear a good amount about Bones as well, um, outside of just Murray and Porter. I think, in general, there will be a lot of buzz around the entire roster, but I think uh, of like the role players and that aren't new, uh, Bones and Najee will be talked about a lot because I anticipate them having uh, bigger roles this upcoming season. You know, Bones will be the sixth man. I anticipate uh, Zeke Najee to be the bench big this season. That's could just be me being a big Zeke Najee guy, but I think he he looks like he's added like 10 to 15 pounds of muscle this season. I think he'll have a more uh, productive time as a backup five than anyone else on the roster. And I think that uh, we will hear some of that stuff uh, come media day. But uh, that that's kind of my general you know, gist of media day. It'll be exciting. It'll be the start of the season, but also there's probably not going to be a, a too many huge takeaways to have uh, from media day. So that kind of sums, sums up my thoughts on media day until media day actually happens. Uh, do you have anything more to, to get off about media day or do we call it a pod there? I think we ended there. Uh, I don't have much else to add in terms of media day. Uh, like I said, I am a i'm more of a wait and see kind of guy uh in terms of media day stuff i'm what i'm excited for is just the season to get here and once the season does get here we will be doing uh two episodes per week uh so we will have and we'll have a little bit more uh content to run off of and i'm just but the main i will say the main thing i'm excited for on media day is just having actual nuggets news to to talk about we won't just be trying to come up with random things we'll actually have tangible stuff that has occurred that we can say, yep, this is Nuggets basketball related content. We're not just making up Nuggets related stuff. So uh, I'm just, I'm excited to see the team. Uh, I'm excited for the season to get underway. It's kind of crazy to think about the fact that it's less than a month away. It's, I think it's like three weeks uh, away when everybody's uh, listening to this. So we are it, or four weeks away. We are right around the bend uh, at this current stage. Yeah, I, I fully agree. I, It'll be fun to finally have actual content to talk about and not have to do um, off-season stuff uh, anymore. But yeah, with all that being said, uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Believe in Nuggets. You can find uh, me and Gage both on Twitter. My, uh, Gage's handle is Gage Bridgeford NFL. Mine is Ashley. Uh, at G Bridgeford NFL. G Bridgeford NFL. Sorry. My bad. At G Bridgeford NFL. Mine's uh, Ashley Levy NBA. Uh, and then you can find both of our uh, basketball written stuff, nugget specific, uh, on Denver Stiffs, where uh, we will be writing more frequently uh, after the upcoming training camp and preseason and regular season, all that stuff. Uh, we will be producing more content there. Um, and yeah, we will have more content coming uh, as far as podcast stuff goes as well. 
And yeah, uh, thank you for listening. If you've listened this far, I hope you have a lovely, lovely day. Um, yeah, thank you. Have a good one. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.